0: Travis Kelsey could go down as the best tight end to ever play the game. And there's one major milestone out there that he's got to connect to do it. Justin Ross, Justin Watson, who wins? Who makes this roster? Or do they both? And is Mike Rose, the next linebacker of the future on this Kansas City Chiefs roster, we're going to get into it all today on Locked on Chiefs.
1: From the land of the free and the home of the Chiefs, this is the Locked on Chiefs podcast.
0: Welcome back, friends and neighbors. This is Lockdown Cheese, part of Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day for free on every platform imaginable, maybe even meta. I don't know. We can walk around in there somewhere. I got nothing. Uh, <laughs> we are going to get into a number of topics because as OTAs roll on, there's updates that are, that are small but add up to big, big concepts when the regular season comes around. We have lots for you today. I'm Ryan Tracy, the founder of Rogue Analytics and Performance Consulting, home of the Athletic Matrix, and all things – front office. You can find us over at NFL33.com. You can find me at RGR Football. You can find us at Lockdown NFL Draft. Thanks for making us your first listen. Make the draft show your second because we still got stuff going on front office and otherwise. Man, it's like there's no offseason in the NFL. Well,
1: there is no offseason in, in, in the NFL. It is what it is. It is year-round, and it is the biggest sport in the league. I'm Chris Clark, founder of Chiefs Corner. You can find me over at Chiefs Corner. Uh, and we kind of mentioned on Tuesday that Orlando Brown is kind of in a lull and kind of in a scenario where he has to pick an agent. It did seem, it does seem like he is in that process right now. Uh, It was reported, I believe on Wednesday and maybe it was even late Tuesday that he does have multiple agents he is talking to right now. He's interviewing them. He's trying to get them down to who he wants as his agent. And from what we've been, what we've heard from OTAs, he hasn't been at OTAs. So it's a process that he's working on, and and it's he's away from the team at this point.
0: And he's got plenty of time to do it in terms of like you know daily when you're not there in meetings and everything else. So, yep. go Orlando, get the right guy for you, but get it done. Let's go, choppy chop. Yep. There's stuff to do. I, I think it <laughs> get be it done. It.
1: Get your contract signed, and and that's the other reason he's not in OTAs is he doesn't have a contract right now. He hasn't signed his franchise tender. Um, all that is you know something that's. It's questionable whether or not it'll even happen, whether or not he'll sign his franchise tender. And I mean that because if they sign him to a long-term deal, he doesn't have to sign the tender. Uh, so we'll see what happens in the next couple weeks.
0: So it's not just the best fit. Somebody's got to have a little bit of chunk of time right now to jump on Orlando's needs. So that that's probably yep. going to play a factor in who he hires.
1: Yeah. And it's going to be a big question as to, you know, what is Kansas City going to end up paying? And we've heard that he's wanting top of the tackle market uh, money and, At his age, it doesn't shock me that that's what he's wanting. We'll see where it ends up and and where it comes out. I agree.
0: Where it ends up is the question for Travis Kelsey, too. Because 32 years old, a lot of goat talk, a lot of, is he better than Tony? Sorry, Travis, not yet. Um, But it, it all goes to kind of racking up those little achievements now that stack 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 your your hall of fame and your especially your your goat kind of conversation there's one really interesting one that he's getting closer to this has got to be in the sights, right
1: yeah and i think you know when you look at travis kelsey in 2021 travis kelsey joined hall of famers jerry rice and julian edelman is the only players in the super bowl era with 100 plus career receptions in the playoffs that's huge for it's a big- player that is a tight end yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> and, and it's arguable that he wasn't even the primary receiver on some of those teams that he played with in that in that time frame. Yep. Now, is, is Travis really going to catch Tony in terms of passes caught, yardage, et cetera, et cetera? That's, that's a Probably tall not. order. It's tough. But this is a significant one because there's a lot of guys that play good and rack up all kinds of numbers in the regular season. But differentiating yourself in the postseason, I think – Is it's not going to outweigh your your total catches, your total production, but it certainly is something that says that when you got to the best level of competition, you were able to elevate your game yet again.
1: And he definitely has. And I think that he continues to play better and better or play better than I expect every year. Um, I I expect him to take a step back every year and it seems like he continues to do things that I don't expect him to do. Um, I will say this, 15,000 career receiving yards is where Tony Gonzalez sits all time. That's a tall order.
0: Yeah. Trav's halfway though, right?
1: Yeah, he's a little over halfway right now, I believe. I was trying to look that up as we were talking. But yeah, he's quite a ways away, and I don't see him playing until he's 40. So
0: You never know, though. I mean, of all the things, when you go back to... He's at 9,006. 9,006. Okay, so he's quite a bit more than halfway. That's 60 percent. So, I mean, could he play to 40? Possibly. He did have that first year off with the uh, the plateau injury. Right. So, like, yes, he's that old, but it's not the same kind of mileage. You know what I mean? So maybe you never quite know. And you have to think that he's going to be able to put a lot of playoff performances in the books whether he can be the guy that isn't triple teamed all the all the time, I think this year is going to go a long way to prove the concept that in order to get him those touches and those targets, that having more weapons on the field with him is the key.
1: Yeah, and I think he's definitely going to be in that conversation. I think he's definitely there this year, and I think that uh, you're just continue you're going to continue to see him doing different things. I will say this. This is interesting. I'm looking at pro football reference. I'm comparing Gonzalez and, and Travis Kelsey right now. Gonzalez, in his career was at seven point5 yards per target <laughs> what do you think Travis Kelsey is eight and a quarter nine
0: point one Wow even I underestimated it dang okay
1: now he was at only at eight point four last year but in 2020 he was at nine point eight he's he was in 2019 he was at nine uh yeah I mean he's had monster seasons
0: yeah that's that's big and, th- and that comes from how your your team is stacked around you to tell you the truth and uh, the departure of Tyree Hill is going to make things I think smoother and I think a little bit easier for Travis Kelsey to tell you the truth so hate to see that kind of weapon leave but I think in the end it probably helps him in his case so maybe he one day <laughs> can get the yellow jacket and the, the the stuff that goes along with it and if you want to get something special we have a great place for you because it doesn't matter whether you're about to pop the question or you're just celebrating a major milestone in your life. Fine Jewelry is unique for her and a modern convenience of online shopping makes it easy for you. You can do that at bluenow.com And the cool part right now is if you are on the engagement side of your lifespan, right? Um, they have simple tools right now where you can design and build your own engagement ring for whatever her specs are or your specs are or whatever you think hers are, I will tell you. Don't take guesses, (laughs) understand what you're doing before you (laughs) take a leap like that. But each one's one of a kind. You can do it with Blue Nile's bench jewelers and get that design the way that you want it. Or if you're into that, you know, milestone of your life, there's a lot of things that you're looking for fine jewelry. You can find that as well. Um, If you have trouble choosing, they are there to help you 24-7 as well. Available by phone. You can get you the most memorable gift you've ever been able to give her. And that's really what it comes down to when you're trying to make an impact. Make your moment sparkle with jewelry from BlueNile.com. and right now locked on cheese listeners are getting 50 bucks off of 500 and the the podcast it's exclusive to us so you want to use our code which is locked on that code again is locked on plus every order is insured it ships free and it arrives in packaging that doesn't give away the fact that you went into all this effort to get this thing so whatever type it is that helps a lot shop stress free and find your forever piece go to bluemile.com today yeah, my wife gave me jewelry once. It's still sitting on my finger. That's all it's ever gonna be. Um, there you go. <laughs> now uh, jewels are one thing. I I am not somebody that even like I you have to convince me to wear a, a a watch that isn't, you know, Velcro and Nylon on the on the band. But if she was going to give me a jewel, she might want to give me a new wide receiver, right? There's a couple of young guys that could end up being jewels in the eyes of one Patrick LeVon Mahomes. You never know. It's it's very interesting to me right now the spot where Mahomes is in what could be considered the, the second era of Mahomes passing game to what is a more like wide-ranging wide receiver core. And two it's guys that are kind of right on the edge are standing out. I think to everyone, but to you especially,
1: right? Well, I think that you start looking at Mahomes and you see different comments that he makes about different wide receivers. He's already had comments that he said about Justin Ross and that catch that everybody saw on social media. If you didn't see it, go look at the Chiefs Twitter page. It is out there. I'm sure I retweeted on Locked On Chiefs or on my other Chiefs Corner Twitter handle. It was insane. Um, but he's also making comments about another wide receiver in Justin Watson. And Justin Watson is a guy that, in a lot of ways, has flown under the radar for this team and for most people. And it's because he basically came to Kansas City as an unknown commodity, hasn't really done anything in the NFL yet. But Mahomes, but he went to Texas and practiced with Mahomes and made an impression on the QB. That's a big thing for a guy that a lot of people didn't even know about or didn't even think had any kind of consideration for making this roster. Now I want to be clear. I'm not trying to say he's going to make the roster, but (laughs) for him to get Patrick excited, just one of the first times he sees him and and is throwing to him, it says a lot.
0: Yeah, it definitely does. Now having speed certainly helps. This is an offense that's been based on speed and especially, I mean, he is six foot three. He's like I think two twenty something like that. Like to have speed and be of good size, that certainly is how the the evolution of, of the Mahomes receiver core seems to be going. Right, um, it's it's not the five foot nine guys any longer, though that's getting very very thin on the ground. And you want that that size and that that shielding of of having that kind of build to go with it. Now the, the question is 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 the speed enough because I'm guessing he's not faster now than he was when he was 22. He's 27 years old. Didn't play last season. Um, I believe it was injury. I don't know the specifics of it off the top of my head, but he got it in one ball game. Uh, in 2020, we got 11 targets. In 2019, got 25 targets. So this is not a lot of mileage on him. Again, that situation bodes well for getting into the rotation where you can produce something. But, He's got stiff competition, and, and we know who the top four are in Hardman, Smith-Schuster, uh, Marquez, Valdez-Scantling. See, I said it once, Marquez, um, <laughs> as well as Sky Moore, the new draft pick. But then you have Josh Gordon, who's been on this roster. You have Drees Fountain, who's been on this roster and contributed on special teams. I think we all know how we feel about him and his prospects and given that Dave Tobe's a fan. But then you get these guys in Justin Watson, and the guy that I think he's probably – got to try to catch up to right now in Justin Ross. One of the Justins has a shot at making this roster, I have to think. And right now I'm leaning towards Ross, but what do you think Watson has to do to get in that mix and maybe overtake him? Is, is the practice with Mahomes to this point enough?
1: No, it's not enough. It's never going to be enough. You're going to have to show it in OTAs. You're going to have to show it when the pads come on, especially uh, in training camp. It's going to be something to watch. You you sit there and you get in training camp and you see The Chiefs corners go against him in the wide receiver corner drills. How is he working in that? How is that going up? And then what does he do when the lights come on and and they're playing preseason football? I mean, the reality is, is you can be a gamer on the practice field, but if you don't show up on game day, it really doesn't matter. And you can also be a gamer on game day and do nothing in practice. I mean, they're both, they're those types of players in both situations.
0: I'm really interested to see how it comes out. And we're only two padded practices, not even padded practice. What am I talking about? We're only two shell practices. <laughs> yeah, be careful what you say in there. <laughs> right, right. But so as we speak, they should be getting ready for um, tomorrow's practice where uh, the media should be at. And let's see if that continues. If it does, then it turns into maybe a four-headed monster, right? And, and a lot of folks... I know he's mentioned Corey Coleman as well. Corey's still out there. Like there, there's other players in the mix. The nice thing is, is, they seem to have, you know, like 1,701 wide receivers in this camp. And you got to boil it down to six. I don't think you can afford to take seven because of the DB situation.
1: I would agree with that. And I think that you also can't afford to take seven because I still think you have a chance of taking four tight ends. So uh, mm-hmm. that makes it even harder to keep more than six wide receivers. In uh, Kansas City, likes to t- keep four running backs plus a fullback, so it's just going to be hard when he gets to the middle. Math. The bigger question when it comes to math, when it comes to offense, is how many QBs are you keeping this year? Are you keeping B- Bouchel or however you pronounce his name? Because you kept him, you put him on the fifty-three man roster last year that took up a roster spot. How many offensive linemen are you mm-hmm. going to keep? We're going to get into all that later, and we'll start talking about that later. But that is going to play into all of this. The bigger question I have, and, and this really doesn't relate to Justin's near as much as it relates to another wide receiver on the in the group, is Josh Gordon has a long shot chance to make this roster. And I say that because if he doesn't show out and can't take a step forward in front of any of the four that are the big four that we mentioned at the top, he's not going to be on the roster because he can't do special teams or he doesn't do special teams.
0: Yeah, it's very problematic to make this roster in that position without... Corey Coleman's in the same boat. Yeah, absolutely. So? No way around it. But there's also the flip side of that. If you're keeping six and you're keeping four tight ends and how many and how many, where do you take those roster spots from? Well, one of the thinner positions on this roster that I think is starting to get solidified already is the linebacker group. We'll talk about them here in a minute.
1: But I want to tell you about our friends over at rock auto that I know Ryan uses all the time because he likes to beat up his own truck. With yep. the ever increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now possible f- to go to your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts that they, that you could possibly need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questions and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brand their ha- warehouse happens to carry. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pockets save time and money when using rock auto rock auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years rock auto prices are reliably low for every customer they have everything you need brake parts tail lamps motor oil and even new carpets Uh, probably a new tailgate for ryan's truck or bumper Um, (laughs) maybe even a backup camera would be nice for him especially considering he's getting ready to move go explore their easy to use website to find the solution to your auto parts needs go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in there how did you hear about us box so they know that we sent you amazing selection reliably low prices all the parts your car will ever need rockauto.com so let's talk about this let's, let's have
0: some fun yeah everyone wants to talk about the two yes the two are great yes it's a great duo you could put them in the top five duos in the league probably with Willie Gay Jr. and Nick Bolton. Okay. Ooh, that, there's that, more that, there's that a needs hot take. to be there. Yeah, right? Hey, when it comes down to it, I'm I'm expecting big things. Uh, I, I don't think that's even something, whether it hits or not, that that's really that much of a question. They're going to be solid at the very least. They could yep. be explosively good. Now, the big question is everybody wants to slide Leo Chanel into that third spot, and that is what he was brought here for, and I get a lot of questions about, well, what about Jermaine Carter? Jermaine Carter did get some starts in his previous stops, but he's predominantly a special teams player, so I think the two of them will be trading off, and as I've said a couple of times, Leo Chanel should be a guy that comes in situationally, especially for pass rush, either from the backer spot or if they try to take him off the edge or whatever, but in terms of like the solid thing, the the guy that might have to step in and play in the base in the first four or six weeks, you got to give the veteran a little bit of oomph there because Spags wants to use guys who know where they're going to be. And so it's all about picking up the defense and feeling confident in what your assignment is and being in the right place. So there is a scenario where Carter could be a starter here early in the season. Don't you think?
1: Yes. Although I think it's highly unlikely (laughs) or no, No, I I think it's possible. I'm not going to say it's not possible. I am saying that I think it's highly unlikely just because of the type of player that Chanel is. I don't think that he's going to be a guy that doesn't know the defense. I think he is shown from what he has done, where he's been, where he's been playing, and the way he plays, and his love of the game. And, And that really is a huge thing, is that love of the game and how much you want to immerse yourself in it. That I think he's going to be able to take that spot in training camp and show that his skill set is something that you're going to allow to get uh, on the field and take and deal with the mistakes that he may make because he's a rookie.
0: Mm-hmm. I happen to agree with you. I, I would rather see in that trade off the the veteran be the the backup in case of of problem, break glass kind of thing. Um, I'd rather see Chanel get in there and get his feet wet right away. Now, that's still – that's their top four. And I don't think there's a whole lot of argument right there. But then it gets very, very interesting because they still list Shirley Calhoun as a, as a linebacker. He's an edge. I, I don't think he brings much at his age. Uh, I think he is 30 at this point. Um, he's bounced around from team to team to team. He never met the potential that I saw coming out of college. And unfortunately – That's the way that it is. But after him, when you look at who else could make this roster as a linebacker, Darius Harris has been on this roster before. He is there. Mike Rose is the coverage guy that you can put with Chanel that makes them a complete backer. So he's got to be in the consideration. Elijah Lee from K-State is back on the roster. A lot of folks have forgotten about him as he was brought over in free agency. He's got an outside chance. But I don't see his athleticism measuring up to anybody that we've named in front of him. And then there's Jack Ockern, who has a small niche following in Chiefs Kingdom that really feels that he's got a shot for the roster. I haven't been able to watch him and come off with a a solid opinion yet, but it feels to me that it's very simply those top four and Mike Rose are going to be the keys. And if the other positions we talked about earlier need more roster spots, that could be it as far as the linebackers
1: go. It could be, especially considering, I know we've talked about this before, but I'll say it again, Schnell being able to do multiple things on this team. Not only play, you know, as I learned, not only play, uh, you know, Sam, but also be able to play middle linebacker, be your backup at middle. I think that gives you the ability to keep less linebackers. Uh, I, I, I think that Lee has got a very outside chance. Cochran is also probably down there at the very outside chance. Uh, Mike Rose, I think, actually, has a better chance, obviously, than Darius Harris. I agree with you in that sentiment. Um, The question is, is is he going to be able to show it on the field once he starts playing? I expect him to be able to do that. If he does, he'll be that fifth linebacker. Uh, And in that scenario, you know, Harris has been with the team. My guess is, based on his career to this point, you could put him on the practice squad because they did expand the practice squad again for 2022. I think that's going to be basically a permanent deal. Uh, where he could still be in Kansas City and be a guy that you could bring up if you need an extra guy. Uh, He's going to know the defense. He's going to be able to contribute that way. Um, Obviously, you want young guys on there, but you're also going to want a vet at times for certain position groups and maybe linebackers one of them, considering if you look at this roster, you don't really have veteran leadership at that position. Carter is your best best bet right now, and even he doesn't really have – a lot of experience i mean he has experience but not you know he hasn't been in the nfl for 10 years or you know even right. six or seven so
0: i i tend to agree with you you never know what they'll do practice squad wise with the, the elevations and the back and forth and I'll, clearly there's a long way to go it is about learning but as we talk about just how crowded some of the other position groups are it just feels like it's this is a little bit too straightforward that Getting to six linebackers on the 53 is going to be a stretch. And so I do think it is going to be about upside and about fitting in. And let's be honest, just like the six wide receiver, the backup linebackers got to play special teams no matter what. So that gives the edge to Carter, and it gives the edge to Mike Rose who plays special teams in college as well. Darius has played some as well. So I would put him like right there in the mix next. But beyond that, I think it's it's very iffy. So we'll have to see how it comes out, who latches on and who actually starts producing.
1: Yeah, and that's the key. I'm glad you said that because that is the absolute key. It's who produces when the pads come on because linebackers are in the position. It's not, in, it's not offensive line. It's not defensive line, but it's pretty dang close to if you are able to produce as a linebacker when the pads come on, the team is going to find a way to keep you on this roster. And it would be great for a sixth linebacker to make the Chiefs keep him on this roster because of how well he is shown out and played. That is a great position for this group to be in. I still think you've nailed the top four, and I think the micros is number five. And I think that those guys are probably going to make the roster at this point, just based on what I've seen in the players that they've been so far. But, you know, if you're going to keep a six, that's going to be somebody that's going to have to really show out and show that they belong in the NFL and uh, that they can possibly develop. And that's going to be something you're going to really be watching at training camp and in preseason games. Yeah. I, I'm
0: looking forward. I I know camp is still a ways off, but I'm looking forward to seeing the rotation at the linebacker spot and just how many ways that you should know if that gets, garners him the third LB spot, which I think in the end it probably will. But we'll know more when we see more. Matt will be out of practice tomorrow, folks. We'll have more from him coming up early next week. And uh, if anything popping comes, we'll, we'll probably get him in here for an extra episode just to find out what's going on. So keep your eyes peeled. Watch that social media. That's where you're going to hear the most about it. But thanks for checking out with us today, taking a look at these position groups, which we probably need to continue talking about some more uh, as the depth comes along. But we have plenty to go over. We'll be back with you tomorrow. No questions about it. Thanks for listening to us today. and We'll talk to you then.